Welcome to the Charlotte Business Podcast, the podcast where business owners in and around the Charlotte, North Carolina area share their stories, their struggles, and the obstacles they overcame in growing their business to success. We hope these stories are an inspiration to others wanting and trying to start their own businesses and give consumers a better understanding of our local business community. I am your host, Sebastian McShane. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Charlotte Business Podcast. Today, I'm in Kannapolis with Stephanie, Stephanie, and, and Marshall, Marshall Bradley, and they run a custom woodworking and furniture company. It's, what's it called? Spinley. Spradley. Spradley. Yes. Spradley yeah, Wood cool. Designs. We get we get it always. My last name's Spradley, so okay. it gets always confused because everybody thinks we're saying Bradley. So we ended up naming our son Bradley Spradley. <laughs> He's gonna hate you. For oh my gosh. <laughs> Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, it started out just with a passion. My grandfather did woodworking, and I always loved it. And he he was a woodworker when he retired, so I was like, man, if I want to retire and be as good as him when I retire, then I better get started now. So I got started, and then I worked for quite a few different companies and then branched out on our own slowly. And then we have a crew of eight guys now and trying to keep moving forward. Wow, that's and awesome. then it's changed from the passion to now the passion of the employees trying to keep their passion alive. Okay. Give us a little uh, information about growing up. What was it like growing up for you? Uh, for me, it was uh, my father was an accountant, so <laughs> I didn't do a lot of, he didn't teach me a lot of construction, but my grandfather and my brothers did. Mm-hmm. So we grew up in New Mexico, which is a little ways from North Carolina. And a lot warmer today. Actually, it's a lot colder. Oh, actually. really? Yeah, because we were at the base of the Rocky Mountains, okay. so it's a yeah. lot colder. Okay. They got like six inches of snow the other, yesterday or wow. something. And then I worked for, uh, started a handy band business when I was in high school and ended up running a ranch for four years up in Pecos, New Mexico, for a place called Cow Creek Ranch. Became the foreman and then just kept working up and loved construction and going from there. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, growing up, what would you say was your biggest challenge and how did you overcome it? Um, you want to like growing up or just overall? Uh, Overall growing up, either one. Um, well, our son was born with a bilateral cleft lip and palate. I'd say that was a pretty big challenge that we were able to go through together. Uh, It was our first kid and, um, but he's been great and we're just kind of going through it day by day, week by week, and okay, yeah, that would be yeah, definitely good. Probably one. okay, yeah. and that's where they have the lip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has so, he had the yeah. surgery for it yet? He's or? had two surgeries, and he's going to have sixteen until he's eighteen. Wow! So, right? Well, they don't really. They we don't know, but it'll be okay. a lot of surgeries. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of internal work. So. so it's always something extra you don't expect. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were not expecting it, but okay. So. Um, Tell us how you got the idea for your business. That's a good question. <laughs> uh, well, when we first moved out here, Marshall got a job pretty quickly with a woodworking company and he just loved it. And he sort and through it and learned really, really quickly. Um, we, yeah. And, and one day just said, I could do this. Okay. We can do this on our own. And it, yeah. And like we said, the, my grandfather was, huge influence. Uh, there's a lot of mentors that 
really helped me influence. We lived in Phoenix, Arizona for a while, and I had some really good mentors there. And then out here, we've had some rough mentors, but then also some really good ones. Yeah, but really, I mean, the working in his in construction, a lot of times there's a cap on what you can make, and right. we wanted to figure out how to make more than that cap with still doing what he loves. And the answer to that was to start our own company. Okay, and tell the viewers exactly what it is that you do. How do you, you I mean you do cabinetry? Yes, yeah, so we have about. We do a lot of cabinet installations. So okay. we work for quite a few higher end cabinet shops. We do about 40% commercial cabinets, 40% um, residential cabinets. So we go, they supply us the cabinets and then we go and do the installations for them. Okay. So there's not a lot of overhead. And then we do about 20% in-house build. Like right here, we're doing a melting pot door. And so that's basically how it's broken down. Okay, and explain the melting pot doors for the people who can't okay, see Okay, so this, this is actually a barn door for the melting pot where it's going to be a have has a walnut frame and then has the grates in the middle with a reclaimed lumber on the front so that it will basically be a transition piece so that they can block off um, a dining room so that they can have a quiet place to do meetings. And so far it looks really, really nice. Thank I like the, Thank you. the wood. It's yeah. really good. Barn doors are, are really in right now. Yeah, I've seen yes. a lot of them at some um, businesses and things. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, what did you wish you had known before you started this business that you now know or maybe are learning? Everything. Everything. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, uh, man, one of the things I am so blessed about is that Stephanie, she, so Stephanie originally had a, an exceptional nanny company where she found, um, people to, uh, I owned a nanny agency that we would, uh, be the middleman between families that needed nannies for their children. And then we would find the nannies. And I worked primarily with families that had children with special needs. That's cool. So in doing that company, I was able to really learn how to hire and we think that that's really been the key to our company being so successful is knowing how to hire the right people. So awesome, and that's an important uh, thing to learn. Yes. Important skill to Absolutely. have. Yes. So that would be you hire good. the wrong person, and it's you know time wasted because you have to train them. Exactly, and, yeah. it's, exactly. it costs a lot of money to train, and you know to go through all that again. And really, they're the they're they're what they, makes our company yeah and they're the face that's who people see and that's who people deal with and so mm -hmm. they are our company and uh so we hire based of based off, off of, of personality, personality. yeah okay. more and than then skills we, then if they have the desire and the passion to do woodworking then we can train them to do the rest and then it just works really well that way awesome awesome great people think starting a business is difficult and often ends in failure why do you think that because it does it is difficult and it does often end in failure. Okay. Uh, I think for us, the biggest thing was we read the book. We read books. Okay. Yeah, consistently. Um, consistently. Books on business? Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of good business advice leadership. out there to help you from not failing. Right. And to get through those difficulties a little bit easier. Yeah. Um, so we definitely recommend anybody that wants to start their own business to definitely read books. Some of our favorites has been... Um, Entre Leadership. Entre Leadership with Dave Ramsey. Mm -hmm. Extreme Ownership with uh, walk, uh, 
<laughs> I'm spacing on his name. Okay. E-Myth is another really E-Myth good one. E-Myth is yes. a perfect one. Yeah. And then Jim Rohn on sales is probably my favorite guy to listen to. All right. About podcasts, what kind of podcasts do you listen to that help? This one. This one? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we, we tend to read more, uh, I mean, you're, yeah, you're more I readers don't, than I don't do listeners. well, um, it's the, the only, the hardest thing, yeah, they listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Uh, there's been some woodworking podcasts, but I've found that a lot of times with the podcast is that i get a lot of random information and not exactly specific what I'm looking for. So right. that's been the most difficult part yeah. with me on the podcast. And that's why which isn't a bad thing yeah i can agree to that but it does point you in the right direction yeah just Mm -hmm. they might just touch on something and then you have to go research it right exactly and you're hearing like-minded right things and things you want to hear but um so you can edit that out if you want (laughs) (laughs) what's the most common reason for people failing or giving up well i am very much a realist Mm -hmm. i would not be where we are today without Marshall. Marshall is very much a dreamer and doesn't know when to stop or pull back the reins. And I don't think he would be where he is without me. So I think we make a great balance. We, I think that's one of the reasons we've been able to be successful is because we kind of balance each other out. Um, so I guess maybe just keeping that mindset of like having that entrepreneur spirit, you know, where you dream and you set big goals, but also knowing when to make those leaps mm-hmm. um, and those big decisions and when to kind of hold back. So like um, hiring our first couple employees, you know, Marsha's like, we got to, we got to hire, you know, reading the e-myth, you learn that you can't, you can't grow your company by, with just you. Right. You You don't really have a company. But I was like, no, I don't know if we can afford it. Like I, I do the books and I kind of look at the numbers and so, but it was good that he kind of pushed me to, to make that jump and then. Okay. Explain some, the process of what you went through when you hired your first employees, what was like, where did you go? How did you vet employees? So, so one of the biggest struggles actually is every time we hire an employee, that's whenever our work slows down. <laughs> <laughs> so like we would hire, we would so it's need kind of more. Like, we're like, ah, we need, but... we need the guys. We're so we're slammed. We have too much work. We need more guys. And then we hire guys. And then all of a sudden we don't have any work. Wow. <laughs> well, we just... still have the work, but it just, it gets done a lot faster because now we have the employees. So, um, but we have found every single employee through indeed.com actually. So, um, but making them have a cover letter has been, we, we, like I said, we want to know their personality. So we, uh, have them write a cover letter. They don't write a cover letter. I'm not going to look at your resume because I want to know who you are and why you want this job. I don't just want somebody that just wants a job. I want somebody that wants this job. So, so what do you look for in the cover letter? Anything uh, specific or just try to get an idea of their personality? Just get an idea of their personality. And usually if they write a cover letter that's, you know, addressed to Marshall and Stephanie, they did some research, looked at our website, uh, just kind of, I just want to see that they want the job. Right. Um, so any of those little things. Where they don't just helps. blast an email to every single company that they're looking for. Right? We did have one employee do that and he called. And the fact that he called was a big, a, a big deal. So we gave him an interview and he's one of our best employees Wow! and uh, we learned that his wife had made him make that phone call. <laughs> so go it's wife. been a couple times that, that <laughs> yeah. that the wives are the, the ones that are like, go in there and write a letter. Oh, and communicate. Oh, I guess this would be one of the other 
sorry, I'm jumping okay. back and forth. Uh, one of the biggest helps in the business that Stephanie's helped is communication because I'm a horrible communicator. Okay. So she's always really good at communicating with their clients or anybody in general, um, keeping on top of it because I'll usually wait to the last second and be like, oh, okay, well, we need to go here. But Steph's like, we need to know like two weeks in advance. Come on now. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Thanks. Um, what advice would you give someone wanting to start their own business? Take, take the chance mm -hmm. and read. Learn the field. Mm -hmm. Okay. Awesome. Also, I think, um, to start slow, you know, slow. start doing it part time, see if there's a market for it. And you mean you shouldn't quit your full time job and just jump into it? I mean, it works for some people, but <laughs> <laughs> and I definitely less, want to recommend it. I, the I less debt you can do, the better. Yes. Yeah. Because we started slow. I'd started on the side where it slowly built up my clientele before I went on my own to be able to support us. And then went from there instead of just making the leap and not actually having to take on debt to purchase equipment or. And we've been in business for four years, roughly. Uh, and like you said, we have eight employees and um, we've never advertised. Oh, really? We've never had to pay so a dime for advertising. We did yeah. advertise once. But I got suckered into something yeah. and didn't oh, really? pay off at all. What was it? My, was was like a magazine for a country club. And oh, man. Yeah, they wanted to feature us. I was like, wow. oh, hey, we got in a magazine. $500. We're in a magazine. So you paid them to be in the magazine. You paid them to be in the magazine? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's this little good. ad spot, yeah. you know. That's, so. that's, I, I, now I understand why you, when you emailed me back, you said, well, it doesn't cost anything. We're interested. Yeah. 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 Yeah I, yeah, I do this. Um, I do this because I promote local business and I want to see local businesses. Succeed. Yeah, and I think that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We try very hard to support local businesses within mm -hmm. our business. So like our lumber we get from a small... Klutz uh, Lumber. Klutz Lumber in Kannapolis, okay. Concord. And there's a family-owned business. And uh, when we do stuff with our employees and stuff, we try, we try to support local businesses cool. when we can. Awesome. So. And we love Kannapolis and want to just keep it, seeing yeah. it grow. Uh, what's the one thing that came out of your journey growing your business that you didn't expect? Can you repeat the question? What's something that came out of your journey in growing your business that you didn't expect? Um, enjoying working with my husband. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect that. Like, yeah, I wasn't. You hear from spouses all the time that they say they could never work together, but we, I really lo love it. Yeah, yeah, awesome. yeah. So it's been it's been really fun. There's definitely like some days that I say I hate owning our mm -hmm. business, but. Um, in general, what's it for yeah. you? Uh, for me, it would be the the transition from being the technician on doing the day-to-day -day just install or building and being the craftsman to being the business owner mm -hmm. because it's, I want to keep the work up for our guys where that they stay busy and transitioning from being having my head in the job and actually getting the jobs so that our guys stay busy instead of me being busy. Mm -hmm. That's been probably the most interesting. Is it challenging then too? Cause like you said, it seems like whenever you hire someone, the business drops off and, and it, you gotta still pay people or else not going to stay around. It's very challenging. Yes. So we yeah. try to make sure that we always have enough money to cover if we are slow to make sure that they stay busy and that they're taking care of before. yes we definitely try to save as much as we can in our business so that way we don't have to super stress in times right. that 
you know, work gets a little slow. Like, like you said, now it's January, the winter and yeah. construction's a little slower and uh, we're not, we're not have to be too worried about it. So, right. yeah. So what are some of the ways you, you find business? Uh, door to door, uh, really. <laughs> yeah. Like guerrilla marketing is kind okay. of what we do when we need to. Um, a Explain lot of, some of that. Um, yeah, a lot of it. Well, a lot of it, what we do is, is word of mouth. Um, but we've gone door to door and just gone in and met people really connecting is, is how we get a lot of our business. And, mm-hmm. um, and I then, think too, with like emails and all like the technology nowadays there, it loses a little bit of that. Yeah. And, uh, but people still like it. People like to meet you and shake your hand. And, right. And then another way for the craft side, it would be the craft shows where we got, mm-hmm. we do a lot of art shows. Um, Jiggy with the piggy and uh, we do one in Davidson and, mm-hmm. and we don't get a lot. We don't sell a lot at those, but a lot of people see our work and see right. our stuff and stop to talk to us. And they're like, Oh, Hey, I need a, you know, a new bedroom furniture set. And, and we're able to get a lot of work from that. Awesome. Um, yeah. Another one is Facebook groups. Mm-hmm. Um, have We find a lot of work through Facebook. Mm-hmm. So that's been really, that's helpful. how I found y'all. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. What, what group? Uh, I don't remember. I'm in so many. I'm not sure. Yeah. Not, I saw Some, uh, yeah. and something you had posted about woodworking. And yeah. Things. And but Marshall, is, my... he doesn't go on social media ever, yeah. but it's, I mean, it's, it's gotten, gotten us a lot of work. Yeah. So see, it works. We just yeah. joined the chamber commerce and a lot of networking mm-hmm. there and just trying to be in as many things as we can mm-hmm. possible. Really. How's the chamber of commerce helped you so far? We just went to our first, uh, yeah. So not very well. <laughs> But we, we, we really day. enjoyed it. Yeah. yeah. Are you hoping for networking opportunities or? Yes. Okay. That yeah. as well as just being around like-minded individuals yeah, that have been through the same situations yeah. to kind of learn from them and go from there. Awesome. All right. Let's go to our, what I call our shotgun round. And this is a round okay. of questions that I ask and it's just more for fun. Okay. And just, you know, to play around and stuff. <laughs> If you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Oh, I, I like the I like the expression uh, "we cut wood, not corners." Oh, I like that. Yeah, I I like this one where I have me shirtless with suspenders and I have a chainsaw in my hand. I thought that was pretty cool. And an American flag. On the- Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you could turn back time and talk to your eighteen-year-old self, what would you tell yourself? Get to work. <laughs> Everything's going to be okay. <laughs> awesome. Okay, what's the most important thing you've learned in your life so far? Balance. Balance. I mean, work and trying to keep the work and home life balance. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Because you can't be at work all the time and forget about the kids. The kids right. want to play too. And... Awesome. If Well, in that stance where... If I'm dead tired at the end of the day, to make sure that they don't notice and that I play with them anyway. Mm-hmm. What's your best tip for making the world a better place? Uh, teach the younger generation. They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, Help them grow and become great people and skills. kindness and. And buy more cabinets. Do what? And, and buy, buy more, more cabinets. cabinets. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. If you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would they be and why? Jesus Christ. Okay. Jim Rohn. <laughs> I love Jim Rohn. 
Um, I'm going to look up his name real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what, what would you think y'all talk about? How can I be better? That's what I want to know. Yeah. Jesus would be a good one. Yeah, yeah he surely should <laughs> give me some tips. <laughs> yes, yeah. <laughs> but we try to stay humble and, and know that there's lots of ways we can grow and be better people and mm-hmm. just always try to work on that. I don't know if I'd want to meet Dave Ramsey because then he might just yell at me. <laughs> <laughs> Spending too much money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Walk... Jocko Willings. Jocko Willings. Okay. He is. He's a uh, extreme ownership. Okay. Author. Author. Oh, yeah. okay. And he also has a podcast, I believe. Awesome. Yeah. I, he would get us into shape for sure. Okay. Good. So, uh, how can people get up with you? They want some products or some stuff installed or cabinets uh, made. Well, we have a website, um, SpradleyWoodDesigns.com, and all of our information's on there. Okay. Uh, we do have an Instagram page that one of our employees is working on for us. So I am Instagram illiterate. So um, he's taking care of that for us. Yeah. But and I'm not slowly very getting there. technologically inclined. So yeah. that works out that everybody else is. Yeah. Well, you're busy in the shop. So, you know. <laughs> we do have our Facebook page too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Every now and then we post pictures of our kids on there. and <laughs> they, they usually get the most likes out of yeah. all of us. Yeah, posts. exactly. Because they'll be helping me with the project and. They're just so funny. It's pretty cool, like, having our own business because, you know, our shop's at our house. So right. I'll send the boys out a lot. We have a one-year-old and a three-year-old. So they'll come in the shop and help dad. And Marshall's really good about coming with a lot, up with a lot of activities for them to do out here so he can work and spend time with the kids at the same time. Plus, training him to be future employees. Exactly. Yes. And yeah. they, have a, they have a tendency of signing all of our cabinets on the back with Sharpie. They just oh, really? Little scribbles. <laughs> That's neat. Yeah. Because yeah. it's up against the wall, so yeah, you can't yeah. see it. But it's, but it's there. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Um well, yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, I appreciate you having me out here and to your shop and uh best Thanks of luck to you and I hope you continue to grow. Thank well, I appreciate you. Thank it. you, Sebastian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks Thank for you. braving the cold. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're out in the shop today in the cold and yeah. it's like today in North Carolina it's like twenty seven degrees, I think, or something. Yeah, it's pretty cold. Right. Coldest day of the year, really. <laughs> really? <laughs> so far. Yeah, so far. Right, yeah. All right. Thanks, I appreciate yeah, it. All right, thank, thank you, Sebastian. Let's go.